the Chris Terrell Podcast. The end of 2021 is here. Wow, time flies, doesn't it? I know we all say that as we get older, but it does. And I'm going to keep pointing it out, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. This is that time of year, that magic, wonderful time of year where so many people are going to join us on this journey of transforming our body. And I couldn't be happier to have all of you joining. I could not be happier about those of you that are deciding, hey, now is the time to take it to the next level. Now is the time to get this weight off, whatever it may be. And I wanted to give you some tips to get you started. I've got 10 tips for you that I'm going to go through on this podcast. 10 tips to get you started with weight loss. Now, before I jump into the 10 tips, I want to invite you to join my Facebook group if you are not already a part of it. It is a wonderful place to receive top quality support and encouragement from an amazing group of people. I could not possibly be any more proud of the group of people that are in this Facebook community. I have a link to it in the show notes of the podcast. You can find it there. You can also go to christocoaching.com, click on free content. There's a link to it there. You can also search for the group, CTC Weight Loss Support Group, I believe is what it is. And that will take you right to it. Come join us over there. Would love to have you be a part of the fun. Okay, now let's jump right in. 10 tips. Tip number one, stop doing keto for weight loss. Seriously, I mean it. And more importantly, let me expand that. Stop going for shortcuts. Do not think to yourself, how can I get the weight off as quickly as possible? That is setting yourself up for failure. Don't do that. Please, please, please don't do that. Instead, I want you to spend the time developing lifestyle changes that are going to continue well past the weight loss phase of your life. Keto is not teaching you things that you can use forever. Keto is not teaching you permanent lifestyle and habit changes. Will you lose some weight if you do keto? Yeah. uh, I mean, and this is assuming you can even stay on it. But once you get past, once you get to the end, it is going to be so hard for you. I have done keto many times. I have lost hundreds of pounds via keto. I know it can be effective at losing weight. And that is about the only thing it's effective at. It doesn't teach you about food. It doesn't teach you about your body. It doesn't teach you how to make better food choices in regular life. So I want you to take the time to learn about food and how it works with your body. Now, tip number two. Stop being in a hurry. Losing weight is not a race. I know for you it feels like a race because if you're anything like me, You're thinking, I'm not racing against another person, even if I might be. What I'm really racing against is my own dang willpower. I'm trying to lose as much weight as possible before I quit. Because if you're anything like me, I went into most weight loss journeys going, I wonder how long I'll do this one before I quit. I wonder how long I'll do this one before I get frustrated and give up. I need to lose as much weight as possible before I get to that point. Or I need to learn to be happy eating this way. No, you don't. the, The purpose is not for you to quote unquote diet the rest of your life. That's not what we mean when we say make lifestyle changes. A lifestyle change doesn't mean live that keto life for the rest of your life. No. I want you to tell yourself this. It takes as long as it takes. If you need to, go into a mirror. Look at the mirror and go, this will take as long as it will take. And consistency is better than speed. Right? I want you to focus on what changes can you make that you can do consistently 
So one of the things that will help with this is start looking at your weight loss journey through a wider optic. Don't look at it in terms of just the next few weeks. Look at it in terms of the next five to 10 years. You need to lose the weight and keep the weight off. You need to lose the weight and keep the weight off. So whatever change you're going to make, with the exception of being in a caloric deficit, you had you need to ask yourself this question, this change I'm about to make, am I willing to do it for 10 years? If the answer is no, you should seriously reconsider and see if there's something else you can do instead. So if you're not working out right now at all, don't jump to six days a week, 30 minutes a day and say, this is my new standard. Don't do that. You're setting yourself up for failure. You cannot do that for 10 years. You don't know how. You don't. Like I've been working for years and I, that's a struggle to do that. So instead say, how many times can I work out that I could all but guarantee I can do for the next 10 years? So if you're like, well, I could, I could easily find an hour a week and I could split that up into two 30 minute sessions. I could split that up into three 20 minute sessions. I could do one 60 minute session, whatever, but I can at least get an hour of workout in a week. Start there. Doesn't have to be that one. That's just an example. But I want you to focus on tiny changes. Okay, we're going to circle back to tiny changes. But tip number three, let go of the mindset that there are good foods and bad foods. There are no good foods and there are no bad foods. You can eat whatever you want. However, you cannot eat as much as you want, however often you want. The key is moderation in all things. So if you want to have some sugar, have some sugar, work it in, make it part of your plan where you can have some, you want to have bread, have bread, look at it, work it in. There's nothing wrong with bread. No food will inherently make you get big. No food will inherently make you get thin. Weight loss is all about calories, which I'm going to go ahead and let this one be a short tip and roll right into tip number four, which is I want you to take a calorie based approach to food. That's it. You'll hear me say the word CICO, that is an acronym, C-I-C-O, stands for calories in, calories out. Now, I have an episode of the podcast, I believe it's episode two or three, where I talk about CICO. I will probably do another revisit of that here in the next week or two. So make sure you're following the podcast so you'll be notified when that episode comes out about CICO, and I'll give you more tips on how to do it. But I want to emphasize that every single diet out there is a CICO diet, every single one of them. Keto, seco-based. Weight Watchers, just a tricky way of new way of counting calories. These shake diets that you do, yeah, those are seco as well. They just get it where you eat very little calories. Every diet, if you are losing weight, only works because you are in a caloric deficit. Plain and simple, that's it. So stop overcomplicating it. Stop going to like something like Weight Watchers where you have to learn how to track calories using their way. Instead, just learn how to learn how to track calories. Stop worrying about macros. Macros don't matter for weight loss. They don't. They don't. Now, do macros help at a certain point? Yeah, they do. Will you need to track them at some point? Maybe, but you definitely don't in the beginning. So don't worry about it. Don't devote the mental energy to that. Devote it to other things that are going to get you a better return on your investment of your mental energy. Right? As you go along, you can make your diet more complex. As you've gotten really good at managing calories and managing your hunger, you can make it more complex. Don't attempt to diet the way like someone like I do now. You know, someone that is only trying to drop 10 pounds, that's 160 pounds all right now, and you're 275 pounds, don't diet like them. That, because that's not a that, that's not the same situation. You need to diet. You need to work on your weight in the way that's appropriate for where you're at now. 
Start simple, right? I can tell you for me, my weight loss, my 125 pound weight loss journey went through so many evolutions of how I approached diet because it needed to make these evolutions as it went. But I had to start simple, get really good at some fundamentals, and then later on I could add some complexity, add some more things that I'm paying attention to, get really good at that, and then add a little bit more complexity. So the way I approach food compared to where I started is very complex. But at any moment in time, I was only making a tiny change. So it never actually felt like I was making any big changes. All right? Now, tip number five. Exercise is not the key here. Exercise isn't even the top five things you should worry about. All right? You need to focus on first, calories. Second, habits and relationship with food. Third, your emotional health. Yes, especially you men. You do have feelings and you need to get more in touch with them. Fourth, you need to improve your dang mindset and be nice to yourself. Then six, I suppose, can be exercise, right? Exercise is important. Exercise is going to help you with your fitness. Exercise is going to move up the calorie, is going to help increase your deficit a little bit. But exercise is not going to be the thing that makes you lose weight. No matter how hard you exercise, you will always be able to out-eat it. Let me say that again. It does not matter how hard you exercise. You will always be able to out-eat the exercise. We have evolved to a point as creatures where we can ingest energy at a much quicker rate than we can expend it. That is an evolutionary advantage we have, but that also means it can be sort of tricky to get that excess energy, fat storage, off of our bodies. So you have to focus on the food. The food is where it's going to be at. And you have to focus on your mindset. You have to focus on your emotions and your relationship so that you make better choices with food. Exercise will help all of those. But don't think exercise is in your top five. So let me repeat those five things. Focus on the calories. Focus on your habits slash your relationship with food. Your emotional health. Improve your mindset. And be nice to yourself. Start with those five things. Then you can worry about exercise. If, if you want to throw exercise in, just do something. But start small. Okay, tip number six. Stop setting goals based on numbers and dates. As an example, stop saying, I want to be XYZ weight by XYZ date. Don't do that. There is no benefit to doing it. Seriously, stop doing that. Do not do it. I probably, I think I've said it enough. Don't do it. I had to say it one more time. Because let's say you're like, I want to lose 10 pounds by the end of February. And if you lose eight by the end of February, are you going to be unhappy? Maybe. You're back. Like, I said I was going to lose 10. I only lost eight. This is, I'm just a terrible person. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Why don't I have the commitment to just lose the 10? No, gosh, that's such a terrible mindset. Don't do that. Say, I want to see how much weight I can lose by the end of February. Let's do it that way. Let's just see what I can get done. And then you get to the end of February, like, great. Well, let's take another two months. Let's see how far I can get then. That sort of approach is going to be far more effective, right? What I would rather you do is rather than setting goals on how many pounds I can lose by X date, instead go, how many habits can I accumulate? How many habit changes can I make in the next three months? How many mindset shifts can I make in the next three months? Because those are going to continue to help you as you keep going. If you lose five pounds, you'll get a little motivation boost for a week or two, but then it's gone. The benefit of losing the five pounds is gone. You don't get any more benefit. It doesn't help you lose any more weight. But if you cultivate a habit of, let's say, your habits that help lead to you getting off of soda calories, 
Well, not only does that help you now, that's going to continue to have a, an effect later on because those are calories you're no longer ingesting. And you found a way to eliminate that through the application of habits. That, let's talk about habits. Tip number seven, what is a habit that you need to start working on? You need to start a journaling habit. I, I feel like I'm slowly becoming the journaling guy like that I talk about all the time, but it is that important and it does work that well. And yes, you do need to be doing it. And no, you are not the special person that it doesn't work on. It works for every human that has feelings. So if you, if you are a human devoid of all emotion, what are those called? Psychopaths? Unless you're a psychopath, you, journaling will work for you. Now, you might need to alter your mindset on it. You may, might need to have a different way in which you've approached journaling. And the best way to do that is to, well, lower your expectations on it. Like not put so many restrictions on what does it mean to journal? So I have prepared a journaling guide that can help you create a journaling habit. I have a link to a free download of that journaling habit ebook in my in the show notes. So you can click that link. You can get to it. You can also go to crystalcoaching.com, click free content. There's a link to it there. And I have it posted at the top of the Facebook group. It's a pinned post where you can download that journaling guide for free and it can help you get started on a journaling habit. I strongly encourage you to do this because journaling is going to help you with your emotional resilience, your emotional strength, and your emotional endurance, all of which is so important to have because if you are emotionally strong and you're, as you continue to achieve emotional mastery, you will make better choices, which will help you stay more on track with your weight loss journey. It is so important to be making sure you're fortifying your mind and your mental state so that you can be far more effective on your weight loss journey. All right. Look, yes, you listening right now that has not started journaling and think, yeah, I probably ought to do it, but I don't know. You need to do it. So if you don't own a journal, go buy one this week. Step one for you is not to start journaling. Step one for you is to buy a dang journal. You need a notebook. Keep it simple. Keep it easy. Just go grab one. I like to use moleskin ones. They're great. They're simple. They're blank. I can let them be whatever they need to be but go buy one. And then once you have it, just keep it nearby. Go download the journaling guide. Give that, a, give that a read. Okay, next thing. Keep it simple. Tip number eight. Keep your weight loss simple. Don't make this hard. I want you to focus on as few things as possible, placing the greatest amount of emphasis on consistency. Now, I've mentioned consistency a few times already throughout this episode. That is not an accident. But I want you to make as few changes as is required that will begin to move the needle. So don't go chasing perfection that you can do on an inconsistent basis. Chase good enough that you can do on a consistent basis with the mindset of, I will continue to improve and to improve and to improve. Okay? You will go piece by piece. So with your weight loss that you're starting right now, if you're starting from scratch, Every change you're making should be able to fit onto a three by five note card. One side of it and not with teeny tiny print. Like if you, if you, if you're writing so much, if you have so many changes that you need more than the three by five note card, you're doing too much at once. Needs to be small. Pick a few things. Keep it simple. Just focus on the calories. And don't go overcomplicating it by chasing macro and macronutrients. Don't go worrying about timing of food. Just, just start. 
simple. Okay, tip number nine, learn to eat your veggies. Yeah, I know. Some of you hate salad. Yeah, I know. I know. I say there's no good food and bad food, but some food is does provide some nutritional value that is very helpful. You don't need to be in a rush. If you don't eat a bunch of veggies right now, that's fine. Pick a few. You know, I didn't like a lot before. I mean, I full disclosure, I still don't like a lot of veggies. But what I realized, a lot of reasons why I didn't like them is because people were just, well, I don't know how to say this. Some people out there in the world just are really, really bad at cooking veggies. Like, they're just nasty when you only have it. I discovered sometimes the veggies, part of why they're bad is they just weren't cooked well. So if there's something you haven't liked, ask yourself, have I only had it cooked a few different ways or, or like one way or maybe is there some other ways to do it? I'll take broccoli. I'd only ever been presented with it in a steamed variety. And I gotta be honest, I hate steamed broccoli. I think it's disgusting. I'd rather go eat tree bark. But I'm like, but there's a lot of nutritional value here. So then I thought, well, maybe I'll try cooking a different. How else can you cook broccoli? I never actually sat down and Googled it before. So I just said recipes for broccoli. And I said, recipes for broccoli that make it taste good. Well, I saw one that basically you steam it, but then you you put it in a vat of melted Velveeta. And I'm like, well, I'm sure that'd be delicious, but that's sort of defeating the purpose. So I'm not going to do that one. Um, but then I saw, wait a minute, I can roast it with a little bit of oil and salt and pepper and some Parmesan cheese. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably got a bit more, um, you know, salt and calories than I would if I were steaming it, but it's still pretty dang good. And I'm like, I might actually like that. So I tried it. I chopped it up small and I put it in my little toaster oven and I roasted it. And I was like, wow, this isn't bad. I can totally do this. And it got added into my list of things. I realized I hated salad. I mean, you know, I just didn't like salad at all. And then I thought, wait a minute. Well, why do I hate salad? I'm like, oh, it's because I hate the crunchy white bits. Like I just, I, I absolutely hate, hate it. So I thought, well, why didn't I just make my own salad? So I just went and bought all the stuff. I'm like, if I don't like it, I'm not putting it in my salad. And now I love salad because I realized I just take out the parts I don't like. So this is so helpful because later on in your weight loss journey, you're going to need to have some of this other stuff in your repertoire of foods to pick. And so start now, start, start small. Look, especially you guys. Learn to eat some friggin' kale. And I want you to learn to eat kale so later you can have a big old steak. Like, it's fine. Just, just learn to eat some of this stuff. It's all good. Um, now, number 10. Tip number 10. Let's actually talk about exercise, all right? Now, I want to preface everything I'm about to say with the best exercise is the one you will actually do. So everything I'm saying, if it doesn't work for you, take it with a grain of salt, toss it out and go do whatever you're going to do. Okay. So you are released of not like of, of any expectation to do exactly what I'm saying. So, but now let's go ahead and get to tip number 10. If you want to supercharge your weight loss journey and you want to get the most bang for your buck on exercise time, like your time in your, your time investment in working out strength training, strength training strength training, resistance training, which is another way of saying strength training, functional body movement, which is another kind of strength training, strength training. I want you to develop lean muscle mass because there are so many benefits to doing it. Your quality of life is going to improve. For some of y'all that are a bit older, it's going to help improve your quality of life in so many positive ways. Go, go talk to your doctor. They'll tell you all about it. Um, it also, lean muscle mass will increase your BMR, so it'll increase how much you get to eat on a more permanent basis, all right? I just can't emphasize enough how important strength training is now 
if you don't like it and you're not going to do it, then don't worry about it. If you're like, well, I'm going to do cardio, well, then go do cardio. You can. But I looked at it for me. If I can only work out three times per week for 30 to 40 minutes, and that's all I've got, then I need to get the most bang for my buck. I want to get the most ROI on that time. And so at first, I used to swim because I was thinking, I want to see what burns the most calories per minute. I'm going to do that. And swimming was way up there. And it didn't hurt my joints. And, uh, you know, I was a big guy, so I didn't want to be seen. And so people can't really see me in the pool. So, hey, it works. But then I discovered strength training and started realizing, oh, wait a minute. My body burns calories while I'm working out. And then my body continues to burn calories as it rebuilds the muscle. So it's like the workout counts for double. Well, there's, that's easy math. So, I mean, a workout that counts twice, I'm going to do that one. And uh, so I did. So I switched to uh, strength training. I did not do cardio for the majority of my weight loss journey, like at all. I didn't have the time for it and I didn't want to waste the time on it. Now, I did later on start adding in cardio and now I'm a big cardio junkie and I love running and all that stuff. With regards to weight loss, that's my tip number 10 is it's never too early to start integrating some sort of resistance and strength training. All right, guess what? You got a bonus tip, tip number 11. I'm going to end it here on the bonus tip. But before I get to the bonus tip, I want to give a huge, gigantic thank you to everybody that has been with me for all of 2021. It is because of you and your support, some of you that have become my clients, some of you that have directly supported me uh, by through direct donations. Thank you so much. You support the show. You support the content. You support me. You make it where I'm able to continue to help people lose weight and I am so grateful for you and everything that you have offered and given me with my life and how and helping me on my mission to pay it forward and help as many people lose weight as is possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bonus tip. Be consistent and get to know yourself. Get in touch with your feelings. Wait a minute. I think I mentioned that one before. I hope that makes you wonder if I'm giving this tip again for a reason. I want you to ditch your ego. Ditch any sort of macho mindset that some of you may have. Stop, for the love of God, comparing yourself to others. There is no point in doing that. Nothing good comes from comparing your life and your journey to another human. I want you to instead focus to better your best. That's the only person you should be comparing yourself to is your past you. So compare yourself today to the you of two years ago. All right? That's what I want you to do. Compare yourself today to the you of yesterday. If you're going to look at other people, look at other people and going like, that's what's possible. But it doesn't matter if we're different. Because it does not help you to compare yourself to others. Just better your best. I want you to go live that Seiko life. That's all that matters. So go forth. Make your changes. Go have the transformation that you deserve. Get to know yourself. Be proud of yourself. Learn to love yourself. I'm going to wrap the podcast up here. Thank you again so much for a wonderful year. I could not be more excited for what is coming up this next year. Make sure you're following the podcast because I'll be sure to give plenty of announcements whenever new things are coming up because new things are coming up. And uh, always remember, you deserve to have the changes that you want. You can indeed do hard things. And you're a badass. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs>